Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of yourself. Let's get this money. All right. Hey, boo. Hey. So I am going to be recording because this is also going to be repurposed content because why not, right? All right. So today I wanted to come in and talk about building our businesses outside of social media. So it's been a day, right? Like I'm sure you've gotten all the emails about how you should be building your list. And, you know, you've probably missed out on thousands of dollars because you don't have a list, blah, 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 right? Everybody's saying it. And it's a whole thing, right? Like it's a it's a whole mood, I guess, of, you know, people putting out the message that, you know, if you're not on social media, if you're not building on social media, then you're behind. I mean, sorry, if you're not building your email list, then you're behind. But the first thing I want to say before we even get into this is that, These social media platforms, they're always evolving. There's always going to be something new. And it's okay if right now social media is where you're building, right? The truth of the matter is, is that most of us, 90% of us, I, I would say, we're using social media to direct traffic somewhere, right? So we're using social media to push people to a platform we own, right? We're pushing people to our email list or we're pushing people to, you know, a text list or whatever, right? So Don't get it twisted when people are like, oh, you should be building your email list or you should have already had an email list. It's like, okay, we do know this, but like, give me more. What do I do now? So that's what I wanted to start with there. I wanted to just like, go ahead and get that off the table and just like, don't panic. Like, I know it's so easy right now to kind of panic. And especially like I had a couple of people today where we were talking about their launches and, you know, it does suck when things like this happen. It does suck when, you know, the platforms, you know, decide to go down or whatever. But that's okay, because we're going to talk about what we can do going forward. So the truth is that, yes, social media is a tool that you can use to build your business. But we have to always be extending beyond that point, right? So figuring out how we can, you know, build these audiences, build these businesses, and capture our audiences outside of just using the social media platform. So a few ways we can do that. Like everybody has been saying all day, I'm pretty sure that you guys have gotten the emails. Like even like today I was reading my email and I was like, okay, guys, can you tell me something I don't know? Like, obviously we need to build our email list. So email is one way. Having a text list, right? A lot of people aren't using text message marketing. I'm not using it yet, but I think it'll be really fun. And I didn't see anybody send out any text messages today, which I thought was interesting. I thought it was really interesting that like, I know people who they have text lists, but they didn't send anything out to that list. But I'm curious to see like, you know, if anybody was effective with using their text list to connect with their audience. But that's a great way to connect with people, right? There's the community app. There's a couple of other apps that are really good at community building, which especially for us service providers or as coaches, that's where we should be focusing, right? I will say this. A lot of the advice that people are giving out today, like, oh, you probably lost a lot of money today and all that kind of stuff. Like that only works. Like you only probably lost money today if like, 
you have a product-based business, right? And you post every single day to get sales, or maybe you sell digital products, right? And you post every day about your digital product. Okay. I could see like maybe in that way, if you didn't have an email list, you probably lost money. But for those of us that are service providers or coaches and our products are like $500 or $1,000 or whatever, I mean... Let's be honest, an Instagram post, you know, one day is not going to necessarily make or break our business. So I thought that that was really interesting, like the rhetoric that's been going out, just making it seem like if we didn't post today or because our Instagram was down today or because we didn't send an email out today, you know, we lost that on money. But I have a whole bone to pick about this message that's went out today because I'm just like, come on, it's not that deep. So email list, text list, blogging, and Google search. That's a long game, right? Let's just be honest. Blogging, it's a long game, but it's something that's very viable and a great way to build your business beyond social media. And honestly, having a blog, like it's something that goes beyond anything else that you can create, in my opinion, having a blog, because at some point, Google's going to pick you up. At some point, they're going to start ranking for things. And that's going to be really great for search. But again, it's a long game. It takes some time. But it's definitely worth it if you have the time and you have the capacity. And then in-person networking or just like creating events, right? Connecting people or connecting with people. A lot of people sleep on events. Even I slept on events, right? I'm not going to lie. I slept on events until I started attending them. I started attending them crazy enough. I started attending them during all this COVID stuff, which that's like a whole other conversation. I only attended two though. So it's not like I'm just eventing all over the place. But Going to events, but also hosting your own events gives you a really unique opportunity to become a thought leader, a conversation starter, a networker in your space, right? So if you are able to create an event, and it doesn't have to be anything big, right? One thing that I've been doing this last year is I host a Taco Tuesdays. One, It's just one Tuesday a month. And I just, I, I literally just think of people that are near me that I can invite and I just invite them. Hey, do you want to come and have tacos with me? And it's a great way to just network and have conversations with people, but it's also a way to build your business outside of social media because now you're able to get referrals, right? You build relationships, you build friendships, all that kind of stuff. And it's just a way to kind of pull yourself off of having to be on social media all the time, which I'm looking at a lot of you guys' names. I know that you guys are not the type of people to post every single day, which is fine, right? Like there's a time and a season for posting daily on social media. There's a time and a season for you know, frequency of posting on social media. But a lot of us, we don't want to do that, right? I know a few of you guys are moms. Like I'm a mom, like I get it. Like posting every day, it's it's just ghetto, right? It's very ghetto. So I get it. And I feel like having these other platforms or these other kind of back-end ways of marketing your business is going to be a great way to grow and build. But again, I want to remind you that this whole rhetoric that's gone on today about like, oh, you're behind or, you know, If you didn't post today or like, sorry, if you didn't have an email list today, like, you know, your business is over, that's really not true. But this is what I'm going to say. If you don't currently have like an email list or a text list, or if you're not blogging, if you're not doing any of the in-person stuff, right? If you're not focusing on referrals, right? And referrals, that's like multi ways because you have referrals where it's your clients are referring you. So that goes to customer service, client experience, right? So you have to make sure all those things are good. But also, like I was talking about with the events, it's like connecting with other people who can connect you with your ideal client. But if you're not already doing those things, maybe social media, that is like the number one way you're getting clients, which is fine, which is great, right? If if social media is how you're getting clients, that is great. Social media is always a part of our overall marketing strategy. I will like, nobody can take that away from what social media has done for us. And it's free, right? We don't even have to pay to use this. But if you're not currently doing any of those other marketing strategies, whether it's email or text. I mean, I would even go so far as to say having a podcast, right? Even though it's like, you don't necessarily, I guess, own the 
whoever, the provider or whatever, but you still own like that content. But I would even go so far as to say like having a podcast is a great way to build an audience beyond social media. So if you don't have all those things, start one, right? Like it's never too late. I know that it may seem like, oh my gosh, like I have to, you know, kind of start from scratch or whatever, but I promise you it is never too late to start a email list or to start a text list, right? It's never too late. And it's not as hard as people think it is to get people to actually subscribe. So the easiest thing, which we've all heard of is having a freebie, but I want to go a step deeper. I don't mean a freebie as in like a checklist, right? I mean like a legit content add-on, like a content upgrade. Okay. A lot of times people make these free offers and it's like, oh, here's a checklist for this, or here's a, you know, here's my 10 tips for that. And it's like, girl, I can find this on Google. Like, let's be honest, you know, like we have to be really thoughtful because right now people know that their email is like prime real estate for business owners. So it's important that whatever that thing is that you're trying to create, whatever free offer you're trying to create, making sure that it's a very high value content add-on. For me, honestly, my rule of thumb when it comes to content or when it comes to like creating like a free add-on, if I ever think to myself, dang, I shouldn't give this away, that's the thing I should put out because it's going to bring the most qualified, the most high quality leads, right? Because they're going to see my stuff. They're going to look at the content and it's going to resonate with them a little differently than someone who's looking for a checklist or someone that's looking for, what is it like, you know, my tips on something, right? Like if people enjoy my, I have a social media bundle and inside this bundle, you get like a content calendar, you get all kind of crazy stuff. That type of client, the person that enjoys that kind of content or who enjoys that freebie, we can call it a freebie, who enjoys that, they are my ideal client right? Not somebody that wants a checklist. Let's just be, I mean, I'm just being honest. It's not the checklist person. So really be thoughtful about what your content upgrade is going to be and literally shout it to the rooftop. So I'm not sure what everybody does. If you guys want, you can put it in the chat so I can kind of like use you guys as examples. But let's just say, for example, you're a VA and you give productivity tips on social media, then you can have a content upgrade or your freebie, right? And it can be an actual productivity planner or a productivity tracker. So like literally make some planner pages and let that be your free offer. Does it take some time? Yes. Does it, you know, does it require, you know, maybe you to go a little bit of an extra mile? Yes. But the type of client, the type of people that are going to sign up for your list are going to be a lot more high quality than someone who's just like trying to just download any and every freebie, right? And that's what we don't want. We don't want to fill our list up with people that are just consuming you know, freebies or just, you know, like, I mean, we all know, I mean, we all started off where we were just like downloading everybody's freebie and we didn't really care. We weren't really using them. So we really want to make sure that whatever our content upgrade is, it is catching our ideal client in the right part of the customer journey so that they are like, oh shoot, like I'm on fire for this. I can't believe she just gave me this. Like they literally are looking at you like, dang, she's like the sauce. Like, yes. You know, that's what we want. So the thing is, is that people are seeing through free freebies, right? People can look at something and people can see like the description and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, this is definitely just, they're trying to get my email, right? And there's nothing wrong with having like on your website, you know, hey, sign up for more updates or sign up for tips, whatever, whatever, right? There's nothing wrong with that. And if that's how you have to start out with building your email list, that's fine, right? If that's how you start out building your text list, that is fine. There's nothing wrong with starting with just saying that you have a list and getting people to sign up for it, right? It's And it's actually very, I mean, I didn't have a freebie when I started promoting my email list. I, I hadn't have a freebie at all, actually. I just literally 
woke up one day and I was like, okay, they say I need an email list. So let me send emails. And I put on my website that, you know, you could sign up for social media tips, whatever, whatever. And I got people to sign up for it. Something else that I did, I started a Facebook group. And in the Facebook group, one of the ways that you can join or you, in order to join, well, I guess one of the ways you can join, you don't have to give me your email. But one of the questions that I put on there is like, hey, give me your email if you want more tips and just to stay up to date, because sometimes I don't update the Facebook group. My email list exploded just from doing that. One, I made myself an authority, right? Because I had a Facebook group. I was leader of the group. I was putting all this content in there, you know, repurposing my content, putting it out there. But then also people were just literally giving me their email just to join the group. So I have a very diverse, I guess, group of people on my email list, but my email list is super engaged. Like, I mean, a lot of emails like get 50% open rate, which is kind of unheard of. And my list, it's not small, but it's not large either. So it's very interesting. Like you can build your list in a lot of different ways. With the texting, I feel like texting is actually probably one of the easiest ways to grow a list because people are just opting in to get text messages from you. Like you can literally just put in your bio, text, you know, whatever the number is or text, you know, join now to whatever your number is. And like people are just signing up just so they could be around you more. It's all about establishing your credibility, right? Establishing your presence and bringing people into your realm of influence. So like literally you can just, you can make it super, super easy for yourself to be able to bring your audience from social media to somewhere else. Like that's the name of the game really. And again, I want to like keep emphasizing this. It's not to, you know, say, oh, we're not going to use social media anymore or to dump social media. You don't have to do that. It's just about being really smart and really proactive about how we are using all of our, all the tools available to us to market our business. So talking about the freebie, you know, that was the example for you guys didn't tell me what you guys do. So I can't use anybody for an example. Oh, wait, I see Jasmine here. I know what she does. So I can use her as an example. Okay. So let's say you are a social media manager, right? So your value add can be like caption templates, right? Giving away 10 caption templates. While that is a lot, right? It's going to be something that's so high quality, so high value that you are going to sign the clients that you want to sign because they're going to be like, wow, these are her caption templates. Her caption templates are really good. She made it easy for me to do my social media. When they're ready to hire a social media manager, who are they going to be thinking of? You, because you have their email. You've been emailing them all this kind of content or whatever. So when it's time to hire someone, you're going to be their go-to person. Last example, a coach, because I think there's a couple of coaches on here. So if you're a coach, you can honestly coaches, like we can do so much stuff. It's so fun. So as a coach, you can offer like a secret audio training I find these to be really helpful, especially when your ideal client is a mom or when your ideal client is just a busy on the go person, right? So doing an audio training, you can have like a, like just a a little podcast episode for people and, or you can do like a workshop. And what I would say is if you're a coach and you're offering those types of things, make it short, right? A lot of people do these hour long trainings or, you know, these 40 minute change or whatever like that. And people can't watch it all, right? Or people don't want to watch it all. Or you kind of know that like halfway through the pitch is coming. So you just kind of like get what you can and then you keep it moving. But imagine if you can do it in like 10 or 15 minutes and you just bust in, say what you need to say and get out, right? Like you're going to have such a higher conversion rate doing that. So that's just like a little bit of tea. I mean, I find that to be super effective for people that are coaches to try that method or to, you know, try doing like audio, like podcast, audio training, or just doing a workshop, but the time needs to be like under 20 minutes. So I'll just say, be creative, think outside the box. Okay. So I wanted to just touch a little bit about blogging because I mentioned it earlier and I've seen a lot of people today, well, this evening, right? Because 
Instagram just now started back up. But I've seen people talking about blogging. And what I'm going to say, remember, I said earlier that blogging is a long game. But what I want to say about blogging is that it's not something like, you know, on Instagram, let's be honest, when you're building on Instagram, you're in a building mode, you have to create more content consistently, right? So you have to create more content, but it has to be consistent content, right? So basically daily content, right? When you're in that growth mode for Instagram or for any social media platform, really. But for blogging, you could actually get away with like once or twice a month, right? Because you have SEL that's working for you. You can use Pinterest. So there's a lot of other things that you can do to make blogging really beneficial for you. So that's something that you can play around with when it comes to blogging. And I just want to mention that. So let's talk really quick. We're almost done. And then you guys can ask questions or I can go. I don't know. <laughs> but so I wanted to talk about engaging with your community via email or like these text lists. So the first thing I want to say is be authentic, write the way that you speak. So if you guys like, I mean, you guys clearly read my emails, but you guys can tell I'm not super formal, even though weirdly enough, I do kind of speak formally, but like my overall style, the way I think especially is not formal. <laughs> so I usually like, keep that same vibe and keep that same energy in my emails, in my, in any of my writing. And so that's what I want to say first, be really authentic to who you are because at the end of the day, these are the people that you're trying to convert, right? These are the people that are ideally your ideal clients, right? They're ideally people that at some point they're going to reach that part in the customer journey where it's time for them to make a purchase. And so you want to make sure that they actually like you, right? This is the opportunity for people to get to know, like, and trust you a lot deeper than they would, let's say, via just social media, right? So we're combining our strategies, right? We're combining what they see on social media with now what they're getting via email. But also, so the next thing I want to say is be consistent, but it doesn't have to be weekly emails. So you guys know, because y'all are on my list, sometimes I go like a couple of months now I'll be talking to y'all and I'm like, sorry, you know, but consistency via email is a little different because everybody's email is kind of overrun, right? We have all these emails that we're getting. It can be overwhelming. So you want to make sure that you're not fatiguing your audience, but you will know your audience best, right? Some audiences, they enjoy you know, daily emails. Other audiences don't. So consistency is going to look like whatever you want it to look like. So if you feel like, hmm, I can only commit to two emails a month, that's fine, right? Like these are your people. This is your community. This is the private platform that you are building. So there's no reason why you can't like set the tone, right? You can set the cadence. So if once a week is not working for you, dial it back to every other week. Oh, and the other thing I want to say is people, people today have been talking about like build your email list. But one thing that people keep forgetting to say is make sure you actually save, like download your email list, like export your email list. A lot of people don't do this, right? And it's like, you guys do know these email platforms could crash, right? Like they can definitely crash. So what I recommend is once a month, either on the last day of the month or the first of the month, download your email list. So if you get nothing else from today's talk conversation, make sure you export your email list because the last thing that you want to happen is for whatever reason, your account to be deactivated or whatever. And now you've lost all that data, which I'm sure it's stored somewhere. But listen, we don't have time for those games, right? We don't have time for those games. So once a month, make sure you're downloading and you know just saving your email list. All right. So besides that though, getting back to engaging with your community. So I want to say that with your email list, you don't have to do all the extra, right? A lot of times people feel like, oh man, like what kind of content do I put in my emails, whatever, whatever. Your email can literally be you resharing like some of your best social media moments, like your best social media posts that have happened in the last month or so, your blog content, but also an opportunity for you to go a step deeper, right? Because your email list, these are your people, right? Like they have bought into you fully. 
So you want to make sure that you're giving them exclusives, that you're taking things a step deeper than you do people on Instagram. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, which I see a few of you guys, I know a few of you guys do follow me on Instagram. So if you see my Instagram, I'll like do a caption or I'll say something on Instagram. And then like the next week in my email, I'll go like a layer deeper. For example, I did one where I was talking about like our niche versus ideal client versus target audience. And via email, I broke that mess down for you guys. But on my social media, I was very, it was very general, right? It was more high level, but not high level. It was more like surface level, I guess. And then for my email, I really broke it down for you guys. So that's how you can kind of repurpose your content so that you don't have to feel like you have to create whole new topics and all that kind of stuff. Your email list, like you can literally go through your post on Instagram, scroll, you know, scroll a year back and see something that you said and be like, oh, wow, I could really take this a step deeper for my email list. And that's how you can engage your community and really help them see the value of who you are, because that's all you want. You want people to see the value of who you are outside of social media, right? Because this, honestly, your email list is the next step of them actually being able to work with you, right? So they're going from social media where they found out about you, where they became aware of you. And now they're moving to your email list where they're being nurtured by you and getting that extra just touch from you. And same thing for for your text list. Um, I'm on a text list actually. Oh, you know what? Someone did text me today. I was thinking, I was trying to figure out, but yeah, somebody did text me today. And it was actually some encouragement so that because a lot of people, obviously, some people freaked out about today, but this person texted everyone some encouragement. I thought that was really nice. And it's a great way to kind of let your community know that you're there and that you're thinking of them and that you're just, you know, trying to continue to support them. I read blogs today, right? It's been a while since I've had a chance to really read through certain people's blogs. And so I was reading through people's blogs today and I was like, wow, this is great. It feels great to be able to connect with people on other platforms. And that's the thing. You're going to have some people in your audience who Instagram is just not their jam, right? They don't care about Instagram. They would much rather read an email from you or hang out with you on Facebook or, I mean, just they would rather something else, right? They would rather be on a podcast with you or something. So that's why it's really important to kind of think through and diversify where else can I connect with people and where else can I really bring my people together in a way, dang, he's messing my audio, <laughs> but bring my people together in a way that you know, if something were to crash, right, you have another way, another outlet to be able to connect with your audience. So building community with intention, that's going to always be the biggest thing. In emails, the last tip that I'll give there is to ask questions and specifically ask people to reply. So something that I like to do a lot is I'll ask a question and I'll say, hit reply, you know, and answer this question. And it's a great way to just get conversations started via email. Like you'll be surprised at people who actually respond to emails. Like I'm always just so excited. Like, dang, like, you really email me back. This is great. And we can have like full-blown conversations. And if we want, we can move it over to like Instagram where it's easier to message each other or whatever. But I mean, it's also really nice to just message an email. So yeah, that's a thing too. And a lot of text messaging services, if you do text, they allow people to respond so you can have conversations that way. So it's really cool just being able to have more conversations with people on other platforms besides social media. Selling. So sell regularly (laughs) on whatever platforms that you're using. We have to sell more. That's one thing that I see as a problem across the board, whether it's on social media or email or whatever, people are not selling, right? And if you're not selling, that's why you're not getting clients, right? It's because you're not letting people know that there's something available for sale or, you know, whatever. Like we have to ask for the sale. Um, What do they say? Closed mouths don't get fed. So it's like, if you don't ask for the sale, if you don't tell people what it is that you have to offer, nobody's going to buy it, right? One thing that I recommend for email specifically is at the end of every email, you can like set up a signature 
that basically says, hey, here are the three ways to work with me. One, two, three, right? Simple. Keep it moving. You can do the same thing actually at the end of your blog post, right? You can do the same thing in your show notes on your podcast. And with doing that, one of those offers can be the free offer, right? To get people onto your email list. So the first offer could be, well, obviously if it's email, you don't have to put that. But if it's on the podcast or if it's on your blog, the first step to working with you can be to sign up for your email list, right? So download this free offer that's on your, and so they can get on your email list. And then you can provide two other offers that are paid. So selling, that's going to be something that's really important in terms of building your business, especially when we're thinking about building off of social media. And also don't be afraid to like pitch your services in person. I know that it's kind of weird and it may seem kind of scary, but listen, if somebody is sitting in my face and I can tell that I have what they need, right? Like they need a social media manager or they need specifically a coach that, and I was like, this is alignment. Like I can do what you need me to do. You should pitch. Like, don't be scared. Don't, don't like hesitate pitch. It's fine. Like the worst someone can do is say no, you know? And a lot of times people are not going to tell you no to your face, like not right there. It's going to be a conversation or something else is going to happen. They're not going to just say, oh, well, no, like that's just weird. Right. They're going to at least give it a little bit more thought or there's going to be an additional conversation. Right. So don't be afraid to pitch yourself if the time seems right, or if the opportunity seems right. So the last thing I wanted to just go over is service providers. So like I said earlier, I feel like a lot of the advice that was given out today wasn't really relevant to us service providers who our offers aren't, you know, like we're not selling a physical product or we're not selling an offer that's like under a hundred dollars, right? Like our offers are a lot more expensive. And I feel like the message that was put out today was like, oh, if you don't have an email list, like, you know, you just, your business is over and, you know, you lost a lot of money today, blah, blah, blah. And that's really not the case for our service providers. Like I said, we our services are so are priced at such a price that it's not that having an email list, you know, really made or broke us today, but it is still important to have those things to help us diversify our marketing, right? So as a service provider, yes, you need an email list or you need a blog. Even like I know photographers who a lot of us like we don't have email lists. And email lists are a great way to continue to re-engage our clients. And One thing I want to say is as a service provider, a great way to start and build your email list is just by using your current and previous clients, right? So you can add a question into your contract that just asks if it's okay for you to put them on your email list. And now you have people that have actually purchased from you on this list. And the reason why that's a really good start and a really good thing is because if they purchase from you once, they're likely to purchase from you again right? Whether it's photography service or VA services or whatever, right? If the end of the contract happens and they move on or whatever, by you continuing to engage with them and continuing to give them value, when they need that service again, they're going to think of you. And it's really nice to do that because let's be honest, let's say I hire a copywriter today and then, you know, we finish and we move on. And, you know, there's so many copywriters online, like I'm bound to see other copywriters, but wouldn't it be awesome if my copywriter that I was already working with, like she continues to engage with me. So the next time I'm ready for a copywriter, she's a no brainer. Yes. Like that would make the most sense because let's be honest, if I see other copywriters and they're engaging with me, I'm probably going to try them out just because, right? But just, okay, I want to see what this is like. But if, if I have a person and they're continuing to engage with me, that's a great way for me to be a repeat customer for them. So a lot of times people miss this step when it comes to the customer journey, but it's client retention, right? It's retaining your clients. It's making sure that after their experience with you, 
they're, they continue to have touch points with you so that when the time comes again for them to make a purchase, they make a purchase with you. So as a service provider, even if you only have 10 people on your list, that's fine, right? And you can send out an email that asks for referrals, right? And now these 10 people who you enjoyed working with are recommending their friends who are high quality people. And so you don't have to have an email list of hundreds. You just have to have the 10 people that you work with or the five people that you've worked with that that can speak on your behalf to other people. So now you have email marketing and basically referral marketing. So that's always fun. Let's see. The last thing I can say with the service providers is that a lot of times it's like, well, what do I say? Right? Like, what do I say in my email? Use your email as a way to, and uh, and you can also do a text list. I actually think it's really fun. I am on a photographer's list and she has a text list and it's so cool because she'll like text like, oh, I'm doing mini sessions or she'll text and she'll say like, oh, you know, we I have this for availability and then people can just like book. And it's like, dang, this is like so smart. Like, I wish I would have thought about it when I was doing that type of photography because I could have made so much money. Like I could have made so much money capturing people by just sending them a quick text and saying that there is some sort of availability. So I just want to like throw that out there so that you can also use text with your former clients, right? You probably have their information. So again, get permission and add them to a list. That way you're able to continue to engage with them. But in terms of like what to say to them, besides like telling them if there's like any like sales or promotions or just offering them like insider stuff because they're a former client, you could also literally just update them on industry trends, on new information they need to know, right? So something that someone did to me, which hooked me and made me hire her, is that she actually sent out an email that gave like this WordPress update and then told me, well, told us, I guess her email list, she told us how this WordPress update was affecting our websites. And at that time, I was like, oh my gosh, this is terrible, right? And I didn't know how to solve that problem. So boom, she had me hooked, right? We were on a call. Next thing I knew, she had my money because it's like, she, she's giving me information. She's teaching me something to solve a problem, right? So that's really what we should be doing with our email marketing or with our text marketing, just giving people that next level deep so that they're kind of pushed, not not in a bad way, but they're kind of pushed over the edge and they realize the need for your services. So that's for service providers. So listen, I already kind of did all this and well, I didn't say every single thing I said here, but I put my community, my existing community already on game with how to do all this, right? A lot of people, they were really like stressed out with what was going on today. And I mean, I hope that none of you guys were stressed out about it, but if you found yourself in that position, what I just want to say is do not look at what happened today as the end all be all, right? This is not the first time that these social media channels have, you know, disappeared or whatever happened today, right? This is not the first time and it's not going to be the last, right? And for most of us, let's be honest, a day off of Instagram, it's not going to make or break your business. Like I know that it may seem like it. I know that it may throw a wrench into your launch plans, but at the end of the day, it is not going to make or break where you are and what you're doing in your business. You're going to continue to grow because you're good at what you do, right? I don't think anybody would be here if they weren't good at what they do. So, you know, don't believe the hype. Don't get caught up in the lies. Don't get caught up in the drama that is today, right? And just remember that as these platforms continue to evolve and as you continue to grow in your business, you will learn how to pivot, right? You will learn how to implement diverse and interesting strategies and add those things to your business so that if a platform does go down, you do have a backup plan, right? And it's fine if you're, if, if like your email list only has 10 people, right? That's okay. It's okay if you only have three people, right? If you have three people on your email list, still send them an email and just say, hey girl, like 
I see you. I, I appreciate you for being here. And here's a tip, right? You never know, right? You never know. I mean, I know people and I actually have a, a client who she's terrible at social media, which is so crazy because like, that's my, that's my jam, but she's terrible at social media. And we really just focus on, okay, how can we use her blog? How can we use her her email list, right? How can we use these other things to help market your business so that if you don't want to hang out on social media, you don't have to, or if social media crashes, you don't have to, right? So I just want to give you a little assurance and just let you know, like, it's okay to think outside the box, but it's also okay to be like, you know what? Today, I actually decided to just sit down and watch TV. Like, well, it wasn't fun. I watched Coco Melon today because my son, obviously. Um, so we watched Coco Melon today, but we just chilled, right? It wasn't a big deal. Like life didn't end, business didn't, you know, explode or anything. It was just... It, it is what it is. And sometimes that's what we have to deal with as business owners, right? Some days are going to be like, oh, wow, this is an amazing day. And other days are going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to take a step back. And that's okay too, right? So I want to offer you guys access. You guys are on my email list. So I think I already mentioned it to the email list. But the last thing I'm going to do is I want to offer you guys access to my lifetime experience. So it was formerly the Becoming CEO Society. It was formerly a membership, but now I've turned it into a lifetime coaching experience. So basically you will have access to coaching for a lifetime. And to be honest, like the reason why it was a membership, well, it's evolved. And I'm going to talk about that actually on social media and I'll be an email. So you'll, y'all will see that later. But one thing I recognize in the coaching space is that we really need access to a coach to kind of brainstorm with and to bounce ideas off of in times like this, right? In times where social media crashes or something just doesn't work right in our business. And we just have a question. We just need a little bit of help. We just need some assurance or we just need someone to think outside the box with us. And so that's why I've shifted my business model from, okay, you're going to always have to join something to, you know what? You just join this one time. And then we just work together forever because it's really important to me that people actually feel supported and actually have the help and the tools that they need to succeed. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.